This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Friday, December 22nd. Today's forecast calls for a little morning rain and then cloudy skies after that with a high of 71. Clouds will linger tonight with a low of 58. This weekend will be a bit rainy with the high both Saturday and Sunday reaching 68. Heavy afternoon rain on Sunday will coincide with a temperature drop to 42. The sun will come out for Christmas Day with a high of 54 and a low of 37. Here are today's headlines. A Texas prosecutor says a criminal investigation into police failures during the Uvalde school shooting will continue into 2024, pushing back expectations that a grand jury would convene before the end of the year. Uvalde County District Attorney Christina Mitchell said earlier this week that her staff are still examining the halting and haphazard police response to the May 2022 shooting that left 19 students and two teachers dead. Investigators sent Mitchell their preliminary findings in January, and she previously said prosecutors would present evidence related to the massacre to a grand jury this year. The possibility of criminal charges against some of the nearly 400 officers who rushed to rob elementary school but waited more than an hour to confront and kill the shooter has hung over Uvalde since state lawmakers faulted law enforcement at every level with failing to prioritize saving innocent lives over their own safety. The issue has divided the close-knit community of 15,000, and as the timeline for the criminal investigation has expanded, so has the frustration of some victims' families with the district attorney. Mitchell did not answer questions posed to her by the Associated Press about when she now expects to go before a grand jury, the focus of her investigation, or what charges she might be considering. Up next, a former Keller ISD band director was sentenced to 15 years in prison for exposing himself to children and having sexual contact with some. Jedediah William Mouse pleaded guilty to multiple counts of indecency with a child by contact, indecency with a child by exposure, and indecent exposure. At a hearing this week, victims and their families told the Tarrant County Criminal District Judge the abuse on boys, some as young as 10, has had lasting effects on their lives. In other news, the Trinity Forest Spine Trail and a soft surface mountain bike trail, a section of the contiguous loop that will soon connect the city, opened this fall for the first time linking White Rock Lake and the Great Trinity Forest, the largest urban forest in the United States. The Spine Trail connects the Santa Fe Trail north of the Tennyson Park Golf Course in East Dallas to Samuel Boulevard north of Interstate 30. The Trinity Forest Spine Trail will serve portions of Dallas that historically have been left out of major pedestrian infrastructure projects, bridging the gap between communities divided by I-30. 
Over two-thirds of the loop's investment is south of I-30, a geographical division between the more affluent north and less developed south. The trail design and construction lacked any financial backing until Dallas County Commissioner Teresa Daniel helped allocate $5.3 million as part of the county's capital improvement program. And respiratory virus season has brought a wave of influenza and COVID cases in North Texas, just as families and friends start gathering for holiday celebrations. COVID-19 hospitalizations have crept from fewer than 300 patients in early November to 533 patients on Tuesday, according to Dallas-Fort Worth Hospital Council data. Positive flu tests in Dallas County have also been steadily increasing, going from a 2.9% positivity rate for the week ending November 11th to a 9.6% positivity rate for the week ending December 9th. COVID hospitalizations are still far below the more than 4,000 seen at the height of the Omicron surge in January 2022, Current numbers are more in line with last year when North Texas hospitals recorded 765 COVID patients on December 30th, 2022. Thanks for listening. For the latest breaking news and more on today's stories, visit DallasNews.com. Have a great weekend and Merry Christmas to you and your family. I'm Steve White, and I'll be back next week with more from the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.